Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. For a combined total of 100 years, a family business has been hauling milk all over Wisconsin. However, Schwartz Trucking is now making its final rounds. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Hauling milk has been a lifelong career for Tom Schwartz, who started in 1974, just two months after graduating high school. His father asked him if he wanted to haul milk, and he says that was the beginning of his journey. I started back in 1974. Uh, about two months before I was out of high school, my dad asked me, you want to haul milk? I go, yeah. That was the end of the conversation. Oh, I can remember the first farm that I picked up was the last farm that I picked up, too. So that was kind of cool. I thought, in a way, I didn't think about it until after uh, everything was over and done with. But we uh, hauled milk down to um, Paps Farms down by Paoli, and then uh, they got sold out. And we ended up going to uh, AMPI in uh, Mount Horeb. And then uh, a lot of the members were not uh, AMPI um, as far as where they take the members of AMPI. And uh, we ended up going to a cheese factory down by Blanchardville, Zim's Cheese. We got approached by Dale Sumnick from Sumnick Cheese up by Reedsburg, and they had just had a plant down in Loganville, but they were putting a new one up in um, Reedsburg, and they needed milk to supply that plant. So my dad was taking one farm up there for about four months until we got everybody, well, not everybody, probably 50 to 75% of them to switch. And after that, it took a few months, but we built a pretty good base. And then we went to, uh, well, Sumnick sold out to Daskasil, I think. And there have been three or four different um, companies that had run it since then. And Saputo Cheese being the last one to take over it. And uh, now they're turning that into a goat factory, so largest one in the United States apparently so so now we're uh, I uh, was with uh, DFA uh, mid, mid am they were and then they turned into DFA and um, the farmers were not satisfied with them either and I had one farmer that wanted to turn and I said I'll run you wherever like my dad did it wasn't so far from to arena to arena cheese and uh, somebody said some other hall uh, farmer had said what do you think of the place this is good and he said well we'll go on we had everybody within three months, my whole route switched. So it was a good little outfit. They're a broker, basically. They don't have any plants. They have no debt. So, I mean, they pay top dollar for the milk. And right now, there's a waiting list of 86 farms that want to get on. And the markets, the way they are right now, they're so volatile. They just, uh, you don't know from day to day whether you're going here or you're going there. Or About a month ago, I just hit the wall. Just said this is it, and I said I've got four generation farmers right now that I was hauling. So speaking of that, you kind of already hinted that it was a different world in a sense. Being oh. a milk hauler back when your father had the business, and when you first started, even to what it is today, even in the sense of the hours. That's, Take me through kind of how that changed throughout your years. Well, years ago, it was just you had your certain trucks that came in to the plant, and now it's to the point where this plant needs milk over here. They contracted for like a year. So whether they need it or not, that milk has to go there. Or if they can work something out with some other plants. And now um, 
that was the first day for some of these guys doing the routes. And uh, this plant needed milk, this plant needed milk, this plant needed milk. And they have their spots already where they're supposed to go, but they want to reroute them. And I says, the milk hauler is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. We got to go where they say we got to go. And sometimes if you get there and everybody else is going there, there's three to four hour waits. Don't, and we have to go out and pick up more loads. You know, it just, we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. All the milk haulers are. And I mean, it's, um, sometimes it's really difficult. Just really is. Well, I remember my time growing up on the farm. We'd have probably a good 20 minute conversation at least. Now many farmers don't even get to see their milk hauler when they come through. How has that changed for you? As you mentioned, you kind of grew up with these families. Right. Usually my night load... One farm I picked up three times a day because as far as the milk, they were getting 60,000 pounds of milk a day. We came at midnight, we came at 9 o'clock, and uh, every other day we came at 5 so that we they have room for the milk and stuff. That's got a lot, a lot to do with the size of the farms now. I mean, when I first started hauling, I picked up 20 farms a day. I left at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I picked up maybe 38,000 pounds of milk, and I was home by 4. Now, my biggest farm was 60,000 pounds. So, um, Dad's um, first bulk trucks that he had were 1,500-gallon tanks. You could fit four of them into mine, the one that I had just lately. So, yeah, it's a lot has changed, gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just uh, the way things are nowadays. Speaking of that, how did your route size change? Like, Give me an example of what you started with, maybe farm-wise, compared to what you ended with. I was, well, when I started hauling for my dad back in 74, I was picking up 20 farms a day and 38,000 pounds of milk. When I quit here, I had 15 farms and I was hauling 150,000. So you go from averaging maybe a ton to like 10,000 pounds a farm. You know, it's just everybody's gotten bigger and that's, I guess, that's the way you survive nowadays. You know, you just keep getting bigger and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Well, I mean, congratulations are definitely in order for your retirement. That's you know exciting. You get to start that next chapter. But who will be picking up that milk or that route now in your absence? A good friend of mine, uh, Bruce Hammersbach, his dad, Leo, was a, a milk hauler. And then Bruce hauled, and now his son, Kyle, is taking over the route. And Kyle is the one that's, uh, he's 34 years old. He's got 27 trucks. So, and he is a go-getter, and the kid knows everything. So then what are your next steps now since you are retiring? I've had so many farmers ask me. I have one farmer outside of Middleton. He raises pumpkins. He's actually a relation of mine. And, and he uh, he said, are you busy sometimes? You come out and wash some gourds for us. I says, oh, yeah. I says, what the heck? Let me know. There's other things. Um, I'd like to really get back into the farming phase of it as far as hauling corn and doing this and that, you know, I missed all that growing up because all I did was one thing, you know, haul milk and that was it. And I'm sure my grandkids are going to keep me busy. So what advice would you give to younger generations starting in the workforce or maybe interested even in being a milk hauler? You got to sacrifice a lot. I mean, uh, it's a rewarding job. I says you gain another family with all the farmers because you get to know everybody. You, You go to funerals, you go to weddings, you know, birthday parties and stuff. And uh, nowadays, if somebody can stick to their job and just stay with it, longevity is not a good thing anymore. You know, it used to be where, you, oh, 50 years or 40 years or whatever, and now it's to the point where move over, you know. But you don't have that move over because nobody wants to do the job because it's seven days a week. 
And I was uh, at the last putting in uh, 18 hours a day. It's a long, it's a long day, and that doesn't include breakdowns or anything else. You know, it just uh, makes for a long day. What key changes in the industry stand out to you during your time as a mill caller? Just as far as uh, size of farms and stuff, uh, I know the demand is there right now for product. It's 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 more like if you get a good good hauler, you stick with them. And a lot of these bigger ones that maybe they say, well, we're not making enough. Let's try this one over here, and then they end up coming back. And then all of a sudden they can't come back because they've been replaced with somebody else already. So then there they sit in limbo. But it's just the idea that yeah, if, uh, you you perform a service is what you do, and uh, if you do a good enough job. They'll stick with you. That's the main thing. You get to know a lot of people over the years. I mean, milk haulers and farmers. And um, and I says, I'm going to blow up the milk haulers today because they are just, it's every day. There's no Christmases off. And I I had a Christmas off my first year when I was married. I hadn't had one off since. So and that would have been 43 years. But it's uh, it's a rewarding job. It's to the point where if you can get enough people out there to do the job, and there's just not, nobody wants to work seven days a week anymore. You know, it's just if you can get uh, a weekend off, that'd be sweet. But that's far and few between two yet now. So it's just a rewarding job. Yeah, it was. I mean, like I said, the people that you get to uh, know and uh, just amazing. Really, really good people. That was Tom Schwartz, owner of Schwartz Trucking. He says he has the utmost faith that the business will continue to prosper, even though he's stepping away. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.